Hey, it's Sheena Shea, and if you know me, you know it's all happening. From Vanderpump Rules and my podcast shenanigans to my full-time job being Summer's Mommy, there's always something keeping me busy, and that's why I love Factor. They send fresh, never-frozen meals right to my doorstep. They're packed with flavor, dietitian approved and make it easy to stay on track with my goals. Delicious and ready to eat in literally two minutes. I mean, seriously. Visit factormeals.com slash Shea40 for 40% off your first order. Okay, yeah. No, but uh-uh. he's not the idiot. You are. Alyssa, <laughs> I know you know better than that. Did you love the search for the perfect rental on a Friday night? Finally settling on something you would someday regret until you do a podcast about movies. Well, that's me. That's Anthony. And sometimes my kid. Mostly uh, me. Actually, she has never rented a VHS tape, though. Welcome to Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. Nod your head. Nod your head. <laughs> and special guest, my daughter, Alyssa. I'm too tired for this. Me too. <laughs> Let's just give up, man. Is that a line from the movie? No, that's just my feelings. <laughs> I was like, okay, bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, during which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic ones as well. At the end of the show, we'll rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is going worm, and 24 cans is finding a partner that you like. But before we get to all that, we want to let you know that we have a website. It's a special place, sodapopcultureclub.com, where you can make your own movie suggestions. So if you want to guarantee that we do your movie, you want us to just put you to the front of the line and do it the next thing we do, all you have to do is make a donation of $25 using our Venmo or PayPal. The name is at sodapopcultureclub. And so don't forget to make you make sure you say what it is for when you make this donation. Um, and we strongly... Uh, encourage you to email us, letting us know why you want us to do it. Like if it meant something to you in your childhood, send us an email at Mike and Anthony at sodapopcultureclub.com and we will laugh at your childhood memories. Sorry. That's not nice to say, is it? I shouldn't say that. Yeah. We'll we only laugh at, we only we laugh at Anthony's we'll childhood memories. <laughs> we only laugh at Anthony's. <laughs> Which they are funny. <laughs> yes. If you, <laughs> you and your BB gun, um, if you oh. want to support the show without a movie request, it's easy. Just hit the merch link on the website and all your wildest dreams will come true where you can buy cool shit that my daughter designed the logo on, like T-shirts, hoodies, fanny packs, things like that. Uh, maybe even an NFT, you know? Yeah. Cool with the Yes, we sell a non-fungible token, kid. No way you do. Yes, we do. You can buy our wallpaper for a dollar. Absolutely um, not. Which you should never pay for. But if you love me, you'll pay for it. But that's it. And no, I don't love you. There we go. A Amen, couple more, sister. <laughs> a couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. 
Check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony, where we post the thirst traps of Anthony's glistening abs. And he does a little back thing where he like bends and does a little thing. It's all so, about the angles. It's about the angles. Um, <laughs> we also have a Twitch. Like we said, it's not as active lately, but it will be. I promise. I promise it will be. Uh, plus, go to Apple Podcasts and hit us up for a five-star review and a comment. It would be super, super duper awesome, and it helps us grow the show on that particular platform. Anthony, is there anything you want to say? I want to say, I feel like I should get one of those shirts that has the painted on abs. Oh, so I yeah. can do the thirst traps. We should do the first. Uh, well, when you get back to Ohio, the thir- first thing we'll do is the thirst thing. There you go. Uh, no, we won't. You didn't like my play on words, did you? No. I, I don't. I just don't want to do it. That's okay. all. I wouldn't you do it said if I were you. Could you do a belly roll. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? I can't. That's why. Because if I had abs, I wouldn't be able to do that. Well, I think what I want to do is I want to get into the trailer now. Are we ready for this? Oh, Go God, for I, it. I hope so. In the year 2002, when the out of this world gets out of control, don't bother calling the CIA. Forget the FBI, because there's only one government agency we can turn to. This package is in clear violation of Section 3.1 of the United States Postal Code. Next! Kevin. (laughs) Wow. Kevin, that's funny. You just, you don't have like a Kevin. Okay, straight to the point. You are a former agent of a top secret organization that monitors extraterrestrials on Earth. Hey! You're back! Hey, somebody said you were dead. You look good. The Deneuralizer. In a few moments, transverse magneto energy will surge through your brain, unlocking information that could hold the key to Earth's very survival. Oh, okay. What's that thing? The Deneuralizer. This season, they're back in black. In black, too. May I have your attention, people? Please move to the forward car. We got a bug in the electrical system. Yo, people, we got a bug in the electrical system. Oh, now y'all running. Now y'all running. All right. There it is. Wake, wake up. Yeah. All right. That preview, I got I'm just going to throw this out right now. Anybody that thinks that package is suitable to be mailed out should not be allowed to use the mail. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. All right, Anthony. Bugs the shit out of me. Because I'm like, there's always that one stupid fuck in line that's going to do something like that. Waste your time because you're waiting to mail out something that you have packaged appropriately, even with your own packing tape. Very responsible. Very responsible. Anthony, break this down. All right. Breakdown by the numbers, directed once again by Barry Sonnenfeld and starring Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith, Laura Flynn Boyle, Johnny Knoxville, Rosario Dawson, Tony Shaloub, and Rip Torn. Men in Black 2 was released on July 3rd, 2002, taking in $441.8 million at the box office against a $140 million budget. It scores 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb and 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
quite a fall from the originals 92%. And I wonder why. I just sequel and sequels suck. No, sequels don't Not suck because Die Hard 2, some people argue, is better than Die Hard 1. It is it is pretty good. And then Die Hard 3 is even probably the most recognizable even bef- after Die Hard 1. Like, it's really good with the one with Samuel Jackson. So yeah. sequels don't always suck. I'm just, it's a general statement. It's a generalization. No, there's yes, sequels I like, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Like, <laughs> of course, all his favorite movies are the fourth movies in a yeah. series. <laughs> Halloween four, Nightmare uh, on four. <laughs> I Fast bet he is four. Which one? Uh, that's your favorite. That's my favorite. What? His is F six. His is F six. Mine's favorite is Fast and Furious four. I don't really have a favorite. I have one I hate the least. <laughs> Five is the best of that series. But you know, it's funny. You probably like the Phantom Menace. It's the fourth movie, but it's technically a prequel. But it's so, <laughs> you know. But no, that the means first... the original Star Wars is the fourth one. So do you like the original Star Wars the best? Anthony? Who are you asking? You. You like the fourth movie. I so don't... when you put the prequels out no, there, the fourth have... movie is the original Star Wars. I am not a Star Wars geek, so I have no rankings for those. And I wouldn't even take the time to rank them. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. Wow. Well, you harsh. just heard that You're guy. Send, I, I, if you are, I want you to send the email to him. I don't him, care. Listen, Anthony at MySodaPopCulture.com. We've actually established on the last episode of this movie, Men in Black, I'm not yeah. a big sci-fi person. There's some stuff I like, but it's just not like my big jam or anything. How could Star Wars not be something you like? I didn't say something. I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said I'm not like a huge Star Wars like freak. Or All right. whatever mm-hmm. have you savant mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just you know what i mean like you call you calling star wars me. fans nerds what's that no, i'm calling myself a girl apparently i don't know i'm just saying star wars ain't my thing <laughs> excuse me i like star wars i've seen star wars but i'm just saying like it's not like an all-time oh my god i i wish i owned a real lightsaber i mean anthony yeah you know. i think you should get star wars out of your mouth before i slap it yeah, I was gonna say you better you better stop talking. My dad's gonna rip you to shreds. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars is an okay movie. <laughs> okay, are we? Uh, okay, we're ready. I'm gonna do you go. Wanna, do you want to do a podcast on Star Wars now so I can no. fuck the ratings on that just to piss you off? Uh, don't worry, I'll join in. I'll be on that one, so you oh, can't might, mess with the ratings. I might go negative on the first time. Just you to can't go negative. Here. There's no negatives. It's zero is the lowest score we have. Oh no. Um, uh uh-uh. uh. I will do an inverted 4G dive on that motherfucker. Do you are so you're saying you were you were <laughs> you were like this? Okay, yeah. people can't see that, but because <laughs> I was inverted, I was I was I was I was inverted. Communicating, <laughs> which, which coming out uh, soon uh, should be out already. Top Gun, right? So there you go. Um, are we Don't ready? Say for- that. Don't say that when we're still like recording something that's not coming out yet, because the way that movie is, don't ever fucking predict that that's going to be out. <laughs> You're right. Maverick, 2032, July. So we're going to get to play the game. Let me hit that music for you. All right, and here we are. We're going to play the game. The game is where I'm going to read three reviews. Two of them are real. One of them is fake, which I have wrote. And these folks have to guess what it is and they do not do very well at doing that so this will be a lot of fun so here we go guys i'm gonna i'm gonna read these to you are you ready yes all right 
Jeffrey Chen, window to the movies. I've heard that the fans of the first Men in Black have come away hating the second one. I wonder why they felt like the same movie to me. Rod Daniel, hotrodsmovies.com. Now we all know we are in a marble. Did we need a sequel? Luke Y. Thompson of the New Times. Like a jawbreaker that changes color, MIB 2, Men in Black 2, delivers a quick buzz. Lots of stuff to look at and a totally non-nutritious joy that can only be attained with the aid of artificial flavorings and yellow number five. So there you... Feels like you wrote all of those. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? I, I, I just, you know, I'm good. That's the that's the kicker. They're all fake. No, go ahead, guys. Pick one here. I'm gonna go with the first one. Anthony, your mute's on. So fucking a. <laughs> oh. So Anthony, well, yeah, cover up your screen. You could read my lips. What your lips to me I'm say? Go- you this, have a you have a pretty boy, pretty mouth the, boy. It's the second one. And why is that? Because it is. But I, I, think it's, I think it's the first one because it is. Because well, you've said that direct thing to me. Why? You also said the second thing. Because Rod Daniel's an actor, and also you mentioned the Marvel thing in that one, which you guys have already talked about. Fuck, he knew Rod Daniel! Fuck him! He is the director. That's not fair! He's the director of Teen Wolf as well. That's why I put him on there. He knew Rod Daniel. Hey, I, can, I don't know what he knows. That's It's trying to slip one past the goalie, kid. It happens. I, I can't help it. All right. All right. <laughs> So there we go. My other thing initially, I was going to be like, I'm just going to pick the second one before we even started. Cause I'm like, I picked it the last time it was wrong. So maybe it'll be right this time. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> but no, that was like, yeah, that's not it. Or that's it. In July, 2002, agent J has become a top agent, but has developed a habit habit of neuralizing partners. He feels aren't emotionally able to cope with the work. When he is called to investigate the murder of an alien, Ben at his pizzeria, Waitress Laura Vasquez tells him that the murderers are Serlina, a shape-shifting, worm-like Kylothian who has taken the form of Victoria's Secret lingerie model and her two-headed servant, Scrad and Charlie. Laura says they are looking for something called the Light of Zartha. Jay is strongly attracted to Laura and in violation of MIB rules does not neuralize her to erase her memories. And I want to let you hit your sticks. Walking down the street. Ten times a week. Times a week. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm, I'm going to hit uh, hit your uh, thing. Here. I oh, that's so. the wrong one. Yeah, oh, damn on the <laughs> Okay, okay. No, no. Here you go. Here you go. See, I think this is where I think you're an alien. Because controlling that board, you've got to be an alien. Because you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> um, the, the opening, the Unsolved Mysteries, Ancient Aliens mashup reenactment show. I love that shit. That's great. Oh, that's one of my favorite parts it's of the awesome. movie, too. It is. It's so good. Yeah, I would say it's the best part of this movie because it... it Excuse it, me, Dad. Right. I thought you said the locker scene was the best part. Well, well, well okay, 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 okay. But, but we'll get to that. We're not there. We're not there. But I, I like... I, I really like this because it, they thread it later on, too, though. You know, they... It's not just it ends here. Later on, it gets used again, and I, I kind of mm. like that. That is good movie. Good movie making. But I will say in that video, that, that thing, the, the effects they use... With little strings holding the. That was so funny. <laughs> that was kind of bad. Awesome. It was bad. 
a tinfoil spaceship. It meant it was like that on purpose. That was the point. You get it. Like this, that, that was the point. That takes me back to, um, which we already mentioned in the last episode, Explorers, when they're watching the movie at the drive-in. Come oh, on, yeah. you can hardly see the strings. <laughs> which that movie was... Uh, we already talked. Yeah, Star Killer. Yeah, a movie within a movie. It's like it's like so. That's like very meta. Um, that's very very crazy. Uh, but what I do like because the reason when we see that and then we see the real ship, the real ship is like like looks like uh, it was polished, mm-hmm. and it's obviously a little smaller. It's even smaller than the one we thought was probably too small in the video. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like real dinky. Um, but, but I love that ship. I mean, when it you see that. It subverts expectations. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it does. It does. Well, that's what this show does, right? It always makes things disproportionate in some way. Like, like your gun is really small, but packs a big punch, you know? Right. It's it. it this is you the movie never... of subverted expectations. Uh, this whole franchise. It has to be, has to be. Um, but that, that's what I was going to get to though, is I love the, the little creature that comes out of it. We don't know what that is. It's like a little it, plant. But it looks at uh, a Victoria's well, Secret. What? It's, it's yeah, Serlina. It sees the Victoria's Secret catalog, and it's like 18 penises come out of it all of a sudden. And turns into that model. So that brings me brings me to a question on that. Would you sleep with that model? If you you, know, you, you, I, you didn't know she was that until I, later. I got, what? So you're asking Laura Flynn Boyle? Well, would you say, okay. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, you sleep with Laura Flynn Boyle, but but the thing is, is like, but what if she does her little um, alien oh. thing, but doesn't eat you or oh. kill you? Here's here's. Would here's you continue, thing. or would here's you be the... like, oh no, it's an alien? Now here's the thing. Here's a, a problem I have with this. Like, if you're asking just based on Laura Flynn Boyle, and just in general, looks wise, but then if anything creeps into mind, either her in Wayne's World, yeah. or in this with that like. 37 month pregnant belly after she eats the dude. Then, <laughs> That's awesome. No. But then the worst part is hiding, going behind the bush and then coming back out and it's gone. I'm like, your digestive system is either really impressive no, or really coughed, scary. She coughed up the boots and the, like the clothing. Did so you see the it? rest of that person, she just shat out behind the bush. She like already mean? digested it. That was just the, the like, clothing. Left. What I say, she just walked around pooping all day. Like, does she ever stop? We don't know what this, the alien, how they discard that stuff. We don't Let know. me tell you something. Like, after I eat, you know, some good Taco Bell, I look close to that. <laughs> but you know what? It takes a while, and I still look close to that. You know? Yeah. Two hours later, <laughs> I probably still look about like that. Like, it takes a while until you're ready to move on from that and shrink your belly a little bit. Well, I don't she's know what's an alien. With her. I understand that. You can do different things. Maybe they burn matter differently. You know, in our world, we our laws of thermodynamics says that we can't get rid of it. There still has to be something left. But maybe where she's from, they somehow can consume every bit of it and use it as energy somehow. Maybe they do because maybe that's what turns their insides to shitty slime that's coagulated. Well, she's all those little tentacles. My thing is though, what if it would you would you be turned off by the tentacles, or what if she used them for you? We're Where getting into going? Japanese hentai yeah. here or whatever Where it is. Going with that? No. You're my father. I'm not going to answer that question. And I hope you don't I'm answer it either. I'm not. No, I'm not <laughs> answering that. I wouldn't answer that even if Alyssa wasn't on here right oh. now. Oh, all right. Okay, so. Um, twisted bastard. Yeah, I guess. 
<laughs> I guess. Uh, so my questions are, did they um, give Will Smith too much swagger in this movie? Because in the beginning, he's like acting like he's got everything together. Unlike the last one, he w- he had swagger, but it was more like with a little trepidation. Now it's like he's big swinging dick running well, around everywhere. I think it's um, he's been doing this for what? It's been four years now. Five yeah. years. Has it been five? I thought it was four or four and a half. Yeah, it's been it's five years. Five. He's been doing it for five. Five? Okay. Thank you, expert. Appreciate it. Um, He's been in this job, and so at this point in five years, he's probably done a lot of stuff. Nothing close to what Tommy Lee Jones did, but I think it's when you get to that point, it's it's what kind of quarterback you're going to be. you got to assume the role. Are you going to lead by example? Or are you going to boss people around? What kind, What's your leadership style like? He's yeah. found what he's going to do, and this is his chance. Now, also, I will say, if you really kind of, if you really want to flesh this out and go into it, think about his time when he was a cop before this. You know, yes. the dickheads he had to deal with. It's like now he's in charge. He's going to run with that. Now, I, yeah, he does. He does run with it because you get that on the scene when they're chasing Jeff. When Jeff, you know, but he's really like he has that swagger when he's on that train. He's like. Oh, now he all this like he has his whole jokes and he's like, you know, I'll do this. He's like, he's very, very matter of fact all the time. Like, I'm the smartest person in the room at all times, type of guy. Like, that's why I've got the vibe from him. I thought it was well, like, it's not wrong. He was the smartest person. Exactly. He knew stuff everybody (laughs) else didn't know. True. True. Um, Guess what? Anything you did know, I could take that away from you if I want. Exactly. Now. Yeah, I guess. I could I have guess. you shitting in diapers at 44 years old if I wanted to cuz you won't remember how to poop and wipe your butt. <laughs> so, um so after the Jeff thing though, he takes his partner to the diner or whatever. He says some sad shit. He says if no one knows he exists, how can anyone love him? That is a that's probably the most uh thoughtful line in these movies for, between the first one and this one that I've heard so mm-hmm. far. Like like that's the only question that has ever been like, oh, that's that makes sense. Wow, we aren't going to get too deep. And it ties into his romance arc, whatever you call it in this mm-hmm. movie. I don't, that's that thin romance arc? Okay, the we'll get to that. thin romance arc. I, I do agree it's thin in this movie, but it does tie it in. Again, it's got to be thin, though. For the job he does, it's got to be thin. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Purposely has to be. Well, well actually, no. Because what happens here is, what's her name? Zathira, is that her name? I don't remember her name. She goes there and she whip splits a guy. <laughs> Whatever that is. Serlina? Serlina. Serlina, walking down the street. <laughs> ten times ten a times week. week. I can read it. I got it. Uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she whip splits a guy in front of uh, Rosario Dawson's character. And that's probably the person named Zaretha. See, I don't remember the fucking names. You guys... Can I get my generic now? Since we just mentioned that, um, is it you don't you don't have it on here? I do have it on here. Yeah, it's on there. Read the notes. Yeah, read. How far down? Left to right, top it's to bottom. It's literally right it underneath. Kind of makes a paragraph. Okay. Oh, it's it, but it's not in red. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> blue, like all my shit. No, I change them. <laughs> no, yeah, I he does. All my I do. No, blue. I change all generics to red. Then I'm gonna start changing so them back. that we know that they're generic. Are you ready? Guess what, dickhead? I'm gonna change them to white next time. Then you, you're a dumbass. Here you go. All right. Now this is actually funny because you asked me about uh, Lauren Flynn Boyle. Would yeah. I? 
And here we have Rosario Dawson, who is one of my big Hollywood crushes. Yeah. Over the years. Her haircut in this film is so god awful. It literally distracts me in this movie and just flat out pisses me off. I, <laughs> I love the haircut. She is such a gorgeous person. And I hate her fucking haircut in this. I love oh, her sorry. haircut. I hate it. 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 That's your opinion. <laughs> it was a good haircut. Lissa? Okay. Crossing some thin ice here. Just yeah. Calm down. Just back Don't up. Don't care. I hate her haircut in this. Oh, man. Um, oh, I just, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's 2002. I, I, I don't have a dog in that hunt. I don't really care. Guess I agree. What? It's 2002. I want the memory clicker to take 2002 out of my memory then. You know what so he I wants? I remember that haircut. No, no, no. You know what he wants for her haircut? What every girl did and cloned back then from 94 until the show ended. Don't say the stupid Rachel. That's no. the fucking haircut he wants because he oh, wants friends and everything he sees. Not there the fucking you go. haircut I want, you dipshit. If she had the Rachel, would you have been happier? I don't know what the Rachel would look like on her. That's not my question. I don't know what it would look like on her, so I can't. I can't answer that. It would. I'd be happy. I'm sure I'd be happier than what it is in this movie. That's what I'm talking about. That I'm sure. Oh, there we go. You know what? I might. Hey, sorry. I know we're doing a Will Smith hit movie here, but I think I might be happier with a GI Jane haircut than what she has in this movie. Do you know what you oh need God. right now? Do you know what you need, Anthony? You need a little head to pop out of your okay. back and say you're a fucking moron. That's exactly. What you need. <laughs> Just like that guy on this movie. Ah, I love the little head. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> you need Johnny Knoxville's second head. <laughs> you know what? I'm looking at the split screen of you two, and I feel like that's what you have here with Alyssa. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hey. What? No, yeah. you're the one in the backpack saying he's an idiot. Okay, yeah. No, but <laughs> he's not the idiot. You are. <laughs> Alyssa, honey, I know you know better than that. Yeah. You're both fucking idiots. Okay, so... <laughs> So I, but I not, like, this is not a one or other deal. I want to hit it, but it's I want to hit a six pack here. I think you and I are both going to hit a six pack here. Kind of, we're kind of adjacent on this. Okay. And that is his new partner is the pug. And I like it when he sings, I will survive in the car. <laughs> I really like that. And then when he comes out later and it's who let the dogs awesome. out. <laughs> and he's and parking to it. It. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that for me um, is my six pack. You go with yours, man. I will also, the dog is my six pack, mainly because I saw him at Universal Studios. He was part of the Hollywood Animal Show. Oh, you saw him when he was still alive, which was awesome. If he's still alive, I mean, he might still be because this was only not that long ago. It was okay. 20 years ago. What? No, not that I saw him at the Universal Studios show. Oh, <laughs> I thought so. I thought it was the movie. I was like, what? And I don't know. Was he in Men in Black 3 or is there Talking Dog? Oh, I have no clue. Don't I'm care about three. Because I'm pretty sure it was Men Black 2, she said. But I saw when you look at the Rotten Tomatoes scores, anyway. my interest goes like Rotten Tomatoes. It went from probably yeah. in my world a 70% to a 25% to a 0%. <laughs> for the movie? For for the MIB franchise. It's just, uh, not that, although MIB 3, I think, is better than this movie. Actually, so is. this This movie, this installment is like. For you, this is my Tokyo Drift for you. This is Too Fast, Too Furious. Or Too um, Fast, Too Furious, okay. Uh, like, it's, they try to do very similar things. They try to make the same movie twice, actually, in my opinion. Um, we do, like, the pizza shop, though. I do have to mention. Um, hey. Love... Huh. Yeah. What? 
No, go ahead with your pizza shop because I have yeah. something about the pizza shop too. Go ahead. The employee of the month sign being misspelled because they charge by the yes. letter. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but when they were in the pizza shop and he was talking to that agent, was that flat top from the unnecessary rough or necessary roughness? It looked like him in the movie. And see, I needed you for that, and you probably oh, don't know because you didn't watch it. But it looked like flat top from necessary roughness. I, I can Google it if we if we need to. Yeah, you can Google it at a later date. Well, a later date? Like, not now? Or whenever. Or cut it. I don't know. You're a dumbass. Yes, well, I learned from the best over there. He's still Googling, so... Oh my God. I'm not Googling. Go. I'm IMDBing. Okay. Same difference. You're looking shit up on your phone. While we're just sitting here wasting time. Wasting, wasting so much time. Walking on a wire. Oh, wire. Okay, I don't know. Can't find okay, it. Okay, that was time. But well it looked spent. just like him. His chin was very pronounced. It looked like the guy from Necessary Roughness. It looked like Flat Top, but older. It looked like an older Flat Top. It looked like it had been, like, whatever, eight, nine years, right? Jay finds that little is known about the light of Zartha, except that it is immensely powerful. As he investigates the crime, every lead points to his former partner and mentor, Agent K., who was neuralized upon retirement five years previously and remembers nothing of his MIB service. In Truro, Massachusetts, where Kay is now the town's postmaster, Jay convinces him of his past by proving that all of his fellow postworkers are, in fact, aliens. Boom, and I will hit your thing because you've yes. got one here. Oh, yeah, my six-pack Bismarcky doing some beatbox as an alien. Awesome. See, and my note on that is it was dorky. I oh, love. No, I thought the great. beatboxing was so funny. You idiot! Was you dorky. liked it? I thought, I thought it was, was funny. Nah, I thought it was kind of. In any other context, it would be dorky, but it's Men in Black. See, yeah, I guess I I don't <laughs> suspend that disbelief there with you. You know, I'm not in it. I'm not there. I'm not there with the magic of the movie on that one. That's what the problem is. I'm just not there. I I, I can't. I can't handle it. I just can't handle it. I just can't handle it. Well, sucks can't. to be you then. But I do like his... Go ahead. You would have Another thing I really thing. liked is I liked the guy who was like in the sorting thing, just listening to his heavy metal. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> That's so metal. He's so metal. Oh I mean, like, I wonder what his life is like. How how long does he sit in there? When does he get out? What does he, he do in his spare time? He smokes his cigarettes, listens to his heavy metal and sorts. The I pose. don't know, because according to Laura Flynn Boyle's character, they don't pee or poop ever, so they just sit there. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. You don't ever have to take breaks. Yeah. Well, that's... Our, so our, post our office day, never stops. Is this like... It's not human trafficking. What would this be called? Alien trafficking? No, it's not trafficking if they want to do the job. Yeah. Eh, do they want to, or do they feel a sense of duty because you know they feel obligated to you? Oh. And that's not necessarily doing what you want. That's but doing that's, what you feel you have to. That's not traffic. What evidence are you basing this upon? Well, I'm saying I don't have any, and that exactly. is a, and you're please start out. <laughs> we're talking about okay. Are we? Are you trying to uh, gaslight me here? No, you have no. You have no evidence for your claim. I have the evidence. There's somebody working in that place. I have no reason why. And there needs, it, re it needs more investigation. That's what it needs. Um, Maybe they're working there because they want to sort the post. Hey. <laughs> yes, I'm guessing they want to sort human post. Go ahead. What type of shoes are you wearing right now? Me? Yeah. I'm not wearing any. 
what type would you be wearing? New Balance. There you go. Sweatshop. End it. I didn't say I have. I don't have scruples about my wear. I'm talking you, about them. You don't. That's what I'm saying. You're trying to defend fictional alien characters that don't even exist when you're supporting the problem right now. Whatever. In real Although, life. I will say that K, J, and the Pug are my dream team. I'm going to tell you, I don't care if slave aliens are sorting the mail. As long as I get my big butts and big muffs magazines on nudie magazine day uh, on time, I don't care. If this movie is made now, here's what I want to say. If this movie is made now, Mm -hmm. you know Amazon is the sponsor, and people would say they are exploiting alien labor in the movie to get their package, (laughs) just like they exploit human labor. I'm telling you, that's what they would say. Guess because what? it's Amazon, and they Guess do that. Guess what? If this movie's made now, Will Smith ain't in it. Ooh. Oh, shit. Uh, we got a different a... movie. The Sprint Store then, wouldn't be there either. They're going to have to call <laughs> up Chris O'Donnell. She's right. The damn sponsor's in this movie. The Sprint Store really dates it because it had that old red Sprint logo. Mm-hmm. Like, it was old. The Burger King actually still looks fairly... You know, the Burger re- King logo is the same. I love that she's just eating a Whopper in the MIB headquarters, as if Burger King and uh, Sprint and those people just know about it. But she is like, so she is yeah. totally um, in this movie. Uh, Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven in all the Ocean's movies, just constantly yeah. eating shit in every scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, and um, and Han is always in. Uh, yeah, fast. But Han, place. at least they explain it. Because he quit smoking. Like, yeah, Pitt, yeah you just never story. find out. Yeah, you and never you, find out. How can you hate these fucking movies then? He's just the eater. What do you mean? Because of one part? Because somebody's eating all throughout? <laughs> because they give you good backstory, at least. I didn't... For what? everything. Oh, shut... You mean Fast... Get off the Fast and Furious stuff. You you hate those movies, but they gave you good backstory and quality developed characters. He says he hates the movies, but we both know he doesn't. I hate the ridiculous, over-the-top bullshit stunts that would fuck. Oh no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about my dad. He says he hates the movies. The Men in Black. No, the Fast and Furious. But we both know he loves those more than anything else. He doesn't hate them. When did he ever say that? You have to live with him. (laughs) He doesn't hate the Fast and Furious movies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let me, dude. If you really do, you're stupid right now. I'm gonna read. Wait, no. We are not moving on from this. <laughs> I I am lukewarm on many Fast and Furious movies. But why he talks you, about them all the you, time. Why do you act like they're the second coming of porn? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Uh, I just like this. I think the series is interesting. <laughs> it doesn't mean I have to. It's it's the same ways. And I, I think uh, anything is interesting. You know, I, I think heart transplant surgery is interesting, but I'm not going to be doing it or watching it, you know. But you do watch Fast and Furious. Yeah, you're right about that. That's right. true. <laughs> okay, anyways, let me move on. Yes, come on. Like, I want to get my last episode ever finished up here before lunch. <laughs> back, back in New York City, Sarli- Sar- Serlina, along with Scrad and Charlie, launches an attack on MIB headquarters before Kay's neuralization can be reversed. But Jack Jeebs has an illegal de-neuralizer in his basement. Kay eventually regains his memories, but remembers that years before, he neuralized himself specifically to a race that he knew of the light of Zartha, and those memories have not returned. As a precaution, he left himself a series of clues. 
bum bum bum. So, what do you think about this part of the movie, the plot and all that? Like the whole. I like I've that they a- have to search for the clues. It's fun. Yeah, I still think the anchovies had something to do with it. Why were there so many fucking anchovies in there? <laughs> yeah. Like, there can't so be many. that many people ordering it because they go bad, you know. There's it's not. not like- that's why that fridge was stocked. I have a theory that the aliens ate them that were there that came in. That could, yeah. Could be. Like that was their diet. Like I need a they don't get pizza, they get a box of anchovies. I'm like, hey, you suck those down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this 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 is where I think we start getting into the for me, the cartoony elements of the movie. Like, I'm not a fan of how it gets a little cartoony. It hasn't been cartoony up to this point. Well, not like a Balchinian. Balchinian. <laughs> That's fucking cartoony. Come on, man. That yeah. was like, that was worse than anything in Dick Tracy. I mean, you know, Dick Tracy had mumbles and all those weird ass cartoon characters. This was even more cartoony than those characters. That was just ridiculous. I know my daughter probably loves it and I'm shitting on her heroes here. The Balchinian. The Balchinian. Yeah. The Baltinian. Well, <laughs> the better anything I ever put out in Star Wars. Um, the well, other, th- um, yeah. And then when and when they attack, and Zed tries to do his escape at one point, he does the thing where he jumps over and jumps in the air and does all those kicks and levitates in the air. I mean, that's another very corny, cartoony moment. Hey. It is, but at the same time, Men in Black has always been a bit cartoony. The first movie point. was not that way. It was not as much, but the second one's already set off the tone for it being more like that when they had her be a Victoria's Secret model. So there you go. The the kick scene yeah, was well, that made sense because it was the first thing they looked at, and kick scene was no, like she flipped first. through that magazine and found that form. Been to Earth before, understands, and was looking for a suitable body to to and wants to be a girl. Made sense. She found the cutest girl. Yeah, it makes sense. Just like a random Victoria magazine is sitting out in the field somewhere. In Central Park in New York? Probably. Because okay, yeah. it was, you go to Central it was Park and find It was probably one. littered. Well, back in 2002, you could because there were still magazines. Now, you can't because <laughs> there are no magazines. <laughs> there are still magazines. People just don't buy them. That's right. <laughs> That's why they're not going getting to the park because no one's taking them anywhere. For decoration purposes only. Those are, yeah, those are uh, for doctor's lobbies, and that's it. Um, so, so yeah. So, um, I have, uh, what do, what does that mean? I have a six-pack, but I don't know what it means. The car. What do you, the, auto, the, automated, the, the, the automated car. Driver. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm going to hit my six-pack. It's okay. the best part. I made a note. I just don't know what the note means. <laughs> that's your dad. Eat a dick. Okay, here we go. Okay, so I love when they uh, hit hits a little button and a guy comes up with the automated driver and it has a white guy, but he says it came with the black dude, but he got arrested too. I got pulled over he too much. He kept getting pulled kept over. Getting pulled, yeah. over. pulled over. Yeah, that's it. I remember. We kept getting so pulled over. I remember. Which is very funny because that's uh, typical that's today. Right. Alyssa, your dad doesn't even need a neuralizer. It's already done. <laughs> uh, but today, you know, in today's world, that's still topical. Isn't that crazy how... 20 years, shit still yep. ain't different. That's how that is. Uh, well, it so is they, different now, because 20 years later now we have uh, Teslas that don't have any driver. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, at least Yeah, nowadays it'd be self-driving. <laughs> at, least they, at least those drivers can't get shot. 
Well, um, in the new one, I think they are self-driving. But anyway, different movie. Yeah. So when we get... Um, was somebody just hitting the notes? Okay. No. When we, get, <laughs> when, we get, when we get... That's probably you then. I was like, what? Right, something yeah. blinked on my screen. Ooh. I was like, what the hell? Oh, I have the power. I'm changing everything white. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I can I can take it away from you. Um, uh, so we get the we get uh, what's his name going getting denuralized. I want to hit my generic here. This no. is one of the things I want to hit. And when he has to go to the secondary denuralizer, where we get the guy with the head that Kay liked to shoot off a lot. Um, he yeah. goes to that janky ass denuralizer. It looks yeah. so janky. It had a satellite L and B on one side. I mean, these people are advanced uh, living organisms with advanced knowledge, and the best they could do is make that piece of shit. They have. They went to Jack Jeeves. What do you expect? They they have advanced knowledge, but they're not funded by the government. They have limited resources on Earth. They're not funded by the government either. They're funded by their patents. Thank you. I'm, oh, well, that's true. Like, they that's didn't right. even have that's Amazon. Right. You just totally fucking mic dropped your ass. Boom. <laughs> that's what you're here for, Alyssa. <laughs> they didn't even have Amazon back then to get shit. So, like, you you work with what you got. Yeah, I get, you get what, But I just thought it was janky. And, you know, the whole yeah, ejecting them out. Yeah, of course it's janky because they got flushed out of MIB. So that's their only option. No kidding. Their escape hatch is a toilet. Did you have any, you know, by the way, kid, did you have any six packs or anything that you haven't told us about here? Um, Not in the beginning. Okay. Well, I have one now since. Uh, oh, wait, no, I did have one for this part. Yeah. Is it the same one I have probably? Which one? I don't know. We'll hit this and I'll tell you what I was going to say. Cause my next six pack is on the notes. And oh it was yeah. The- no, obviously that's a six pack, but I had one before this. Oh, well go ahead with yours then. Uh, mine was, you know, when Kay was like going around in their storage room. And he like, you know, the Horton Here's a Who planet that he was talking about. Oh, in the first yes. I just thought that was so funny because he just, it's similar to the locker scene that we're both going to talk about, but it, he puts his finger in the little ball and it's that's, a planet that he's drowning. That he calls it. That's what I was talking about earlier when we did the first movie. Cause I was like, yeah, wrong ball. That's the one where he calls the big tsunami. The tsunami. He's like going to kill a whole civilization and you, it, it, these whole weird, um, entanglements of the universe I, it, I, it's i just realized i said the big tsunami um i guess they're all big technically <laughs> well <laughs> my bad no the, some are bigger the, than others the, the I, mild, you, don't, you usually don't hear it see a finger poking in the, the sky mild, cause one. no it's not about the mild tsunami that only killed 4700 people I was thinking when you say you're going to go uh make love to a woman like a tsunami and they're like eh, that's more like a, a a soft wave on the shore <laughs> More like a kiddie pool that somebody farted in. <laughs> is you, buddy. All right, I got. So then I'm gonna hit the other six packs since you and I both have mm-hmm. the same thing here. Okay, and it's the the little aliens inside the locker. The all hail J and K. All the, hail and, K. All hail K. But even better, do you know the commandments that they were saying? Like you know, return your videos. Like I can't remember all those. Something, um, but. Adult video, the section in the back. <laughs> yes, like they would, they would say they would be. It was like their their Bible, and they would recite the verse, and they'd be like, "All oh, hail," and then say the thing, and it's all oh, hail. It was like, "Oh gosh, I love that." That was it's so. That was like a commentary on religion. It was great. Yeah, this. That's what um, I was gonna say. This series is not afraid to do that. Like we I said, think it's that's a commentary on a lot of things. That can be a commentary <laughs> on politics, 
commentary on Facebook. Well, yeah, the way the you know the thing is in 2002 they didn't know what they were making would in 2022 have that type of commentary. Like think of it, it like it, they didn't know what the world would become. Social media didn't exist, and, and how people follow stupidity in words wasn't as quite noticeable. Uh, this that's crazy. Like now it's like oh yeah. We see it in action. We're seeing these aliens, but they just happen to be our neighbors. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. That's I mean, awful. like, if that watch dies, what happens? Do they all curl up and die? I don't know. When that watch ended, so did the end of the world. Remember nuclear destruction? No, he said, but you, yeah, you might only have this much time. But I'm saying they used the watch. In the but first Will Smith gives him another one, like, too. Their yeah. clock tower. So what happens if it gets struck by lightning? Well, they really got, give I get them it. another they one. Build a miniature DeLorean, and they got a <laughs> and they got a little Doc Brown in there, and a, a which Marty they McLittle can't do dude. because we saw how the aliens were able to craft a nebulizer, and they can't or deneuralizer, and that was oh. janky as hell. <laughs> they ain't get a DeLorean to go back in time. He's a, they're using a big wheel and a and a and a lawnmower motor. So. <laughs> use that anchovy can with wheels. <laughs> All right, so at the store, J and K watch fictionalized story of the light of Zartha. K remembers the Zarthan queen, Lorana, long ago entrusted men in black with safeguarding the light from her nemesis, Serlina, walking down the street ten times a week. Who followed Lorana <laughs> to Earth? I can't say that without saying it now. Lorana walking down the... I <laughs> and killed her. After hiding the light, a grief-stricken K neuralized himself to bury his sadness and to ensure that he would never reveal its hiding place. It was probably in Ohio the whole time, though. Kay still <laughs> cannot remember where he hid it, nor what the light actually looks like. Think it might be Laura's bracelet. He only remembers that it must return to Zartha soon, or both Earth and Zartha will, in fact, be destroyed. I just yeah. want to point something out here. Your notes are wrong. They're, yeah! Okay, well, okay couple, one thing I want to go to is when they t- go to the um when they go to the locker before that's when they get the card when when we're that's what we couldn't remember was the commandments were on that damn video be kind, card rewind be kind <laughs> rewind like i love that i love that and that's what tells them to go to the video store um uh, but anyway. second thing is these are not my notes um you might want to go and uh, edit wikipedia what's the what's well, the wrong well okay wikipedia says that um he thinks the light may be Laura's bracelet but at the end like once he like he remembers the bracelet, and at the end, he says that Laura is the light. Spoilers. <laughs> but, okay, okay. And then, but sh- sh- there is a, later on, it, it corrects done. itself. I'm not done. Later on, it corrects itself. She's not done. I'm not done. Okay. He says that she was the light, because he remembered, and then Jay was like, why didn't you tell me? And he said something about wanting to finish the job or something about that. So he knew it was her. He's, he didn't think it was no, a bracelet. He said to Jay, would you have let her go if you knew? Exactly. He yeah. knew. He said the bracelet led to the location. So the notes are wrong. Okay. Well, we will find out <laughs> later on when the notes correct itself. Okay. Uh, but at this point in the movie, you've seen the worms. I love that and... he's like, oh, I'm so tired. I want to do this. Fuck you, Wikipedia. You're wrong. So, <laughs> so, so the at this point, you know, he, he drops her off with the worms. But I am like. I, I like the one thing I like about the the worms is the thing you said. Once you go worm, you'll always that's, yearn. That's what you'll yearn. That's what you'll yearn. 
Okay, I do like that. Other than that, though, at this point, I was over the worms. Like, they're yeah. funny at times. Like, that phrase is funny. But other than that, they get a little old to me. I got, no, they're so funny. I love the worms. I'm going to tell you, for his, um, what was a little weird for me after when Rosario Dawson is, you know, shows up and they're all like, oh, you have no chance and all that. Then with it, she's playing Twister with them. <laughs> yeah. And gives you some weird thoughts about what the hell is going on. They're going, she's going worm. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did it say right hand or? <laughs> yeah. I, but I do. But I'm in the sorry. Scene, I thought it said left hand pink. <laughs> oh, ooh. Uh, ooh. But I was like, but I do like how she reveals that they told her that alien Oprah is an alien. Like she's from Chicago. <laughs> yeah. She's Oprah from Chicago. <laughs> do you, uh, Lisa, do you know who Oprah is? Uh, what? You know who Oprah Winfrey is? Know... I know who Oprah okay. Winfrey is. You didn't know Dennis Rodman, just making sure. I'm not, I'm not dumb. Both were in Chicago at the same time, even. So wow, I looked him up. By the way, he's yeah. not that weird looking. Uh, you didn't look up the right pictures then. You didn't go back. I mean, to... he looks like a dude. Like it, well, well, today's... well, wait a second. Yes, I was gonna say he probably looks like a normal. In today's up. age, he looks normal. Dude, back then, he was. Well, did you look up his cross dressing phase or anything like that? No, I had two seconds okay. to look it up. Or the hair because we were shooting. And the, well, the hair, like... like yeah, the tiger striped yeah. hair. Colorful hair. That's normal that's, now. That's normal now. Yeah. So, so she thinks it looks like a dude do, being doing dude things. Well, guess what? Everything you think normals now, he was the pioneer then. Wow. For that. He was the OG. That's so true. <laughs> he should be your clock tower then. <laughs> okay, so I look I'm gonna move this on because uh we got we got some more deer. Um at the worms apartment they find that Laura has been captured by Serlina with the worms. They counterattack MIB headquarters freeing Laura and the other agents. Serlina attempts to retaliate by chasing them with a spaceship through New York, but is eaten by Jeff, a gigantic worm alien living in New York City subway. Is Jeff related to these worms, though? I wonder. He could Worms and worm. That's so interesting. Jeff is, is it... so sad. Did you like Jeff? I like Jeff. I actually... I have fun... I had more emotional connection to Jeff than I did to Laura. Oh, wow. Why? Just because you meet him at the very beginning, you learn about Jeff, you see him multiple times, and then what happens to him at the end? I think yeah, it's more, not his fault. I think I have more emotional connection to Jeff than anybody else in this entire series, actually. He has a pretty <laughs> flower on his head. Yeah. He's, but he obviously is, a, that flower is meant to entice people like the, yep. the one dumbass who pulled it. It's your bait. <laughs> to eat him, you know. <laughs> Uh, so there, yeah. there is that he's like um, it's literally like Beetlejuice with the Zagnut bar sticking up out of the thing yes you have a little bite <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just think that uh, yeah Jeff Jeff is a tragic figure in this that is nothing happened to him that was his fault uh, yeah is what I think like he's on that how did he get to the planet is what you want to know because it can't be his fault no remember Kay Kay said I remember well Zed said I remember when he was like just little yep. itty bitty yeah they keep talking about how much bigger he's gotten so I wonder so they know he's a problem I wonder why they didn't figure out a way to move him so different like a dead subway system I don't know if he would go they had to make a deal with him remember they basically made a treaty you can stay yeah. in this quadrant and you know eat this eat that and people? that and yeah. Does he, so he eats people and they're no, okay? I think he just eats Ninja Turtles. 
Yeah. <laughs> those are little, those are radioactive though. I don't know. Yeah. That's how he got so damn big. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he ate radioactive ninja turtles. Yeah. Uh but the the attack on the facility, there's some things I do love in there. I do love the um the trash can that my daughter loves. Yes, the trash can alien that just shoots yep. all that, the bullets with the elevator. That is pretty cool. I don't know if that's an alien or as much as that's just tech. Maybe they patented that. Who knows? It's a trash can. <laughs> Who cares? It's a trash can. It um, looks like a trash can. Yeah, like there's... Oscar was in there with a fucking AK. <laughs> Oscar the Crouch is in there. That's awful. Do you like the guy that Will Smith ended up taking out and killing? He had like four of them flying around. I thought that was a little bit the. I don't want. I don't like to dog on the effects, but the effects were kind of janky in that. With those four the little effects dudes. are kind of janky the whole movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, you and I looked at each other a few times watching this yesterday, and we're like, oh. That's why, uh, again, the Universal Ride is actually good, because the effects are pretty much the same as the damn movie. They are? Yeah. Oh, that's too You're bad. Not because much. <laughs> it's good, because it's not really effects, it's just a ride. Remember how good the Transformer 3D ride is? Yeah. How come rides can't be made that good? Like... Like, there like, are. I recently Spider-Man rewrote one. that. It's still good. The Spider-Man it's one's still like good. that there. Yeah. That one's just I've never ridden that one. The Harry Potter shit, though. God, that's off the charts. Oh, yeah. Wow. I've but never been. My dad doesn't like Harry Potter, Your so... Your dad's a fucking idiot. I didn't say I don't exactly. like it. I've never watched it, bitch. Because he's a fucking idiot. Anytime I try to watch you... it with him, he refuses. You go to the hell problem. with your Star Wars bullshit if you're not the watching Harry Potter. The problem is, there's too many hours. Like They're like freaking Lord of the Rings-length That's movies. That's what Star Wars is. You play NBA no. 2K one less time a week, and you can fit some Harry Potter in. What do you think I do? Why do you think I get so depressed? It, because uh, I can't what? play my video games because I'm doing this podcast. Oh, my God. That's depressing you? Well, no, but if you want me to watch all this this shit and do the podcast and play video games, Luke, where's the time for Michael? Okay. So, um, so I thought the, uh, I did like the tongue in the ear thing. I thought that (laughs) was Of course you did. I thought that was weird. That looked like, I wonder what that would have felt like. Yeah. You really want to know? Like, you're wondering that? Why are you? What are you offering here? No, I'm not offering. I'm just wondering why you really want to know that. I just like, well, man. I just yeah. want to know, just one time, just see how it feels. Yeah, and I did like Je- uh, Jeff munching on her. That was kind of nice. So, well, as we know, it doesn't matter. Well, that's the thing, and that's the next thing I have is the old trope. Like in every fucking movie, they have to have the little piece that couldn't get killed, and it's got to come back. Yeah, that's kind of annoying, but at the same time, like that's how she was able to live on in the first place. One piece of her didn't get killed, so they obviously it's back. a common theme in her life. So yeah, because that's what she started off you, as. Did I even have a generic in this? Yeah, I did. Okay, the whole say, movie? I could give an, I could give an, no, no, not the whole movie, but I mean, there are some things that are okay. Uh, Laura's bracelet leads J and K to the roof of a skyscraper where a ship stands ready to transport the light back to Zartha. Kay reveals that Zartha, uh, Laura is the daughter of Lorana, which makes sense because you didn't go far with that name, did you? And it is implied <laughs> his daughter and she's the light as well. Kay convinces Jane Laura that she must go to Zartha to save both her planet and Earth from destruction. Sir Lena walking down the street 10 times a week. Who is, what has absorbed... Jeff, in taking his form, attempts to snatch the ship carrying Laura 
as it lifts off, but J and K blast her out of the sky, because that's what they do. Since all of New York City has just witnessed this battle in the skies over the metropolis, K activates a giant neuralizer in the torch of the Statue of Liberty. Which, everybody had to be looking at it, by the way. It just doesn't, I don't want to get to that. I got, um, you know what? I, hold on, one question here. Again, I mean, I'm sorry for calling out a plot hole, because this movie doesn't really have many. But I am going to call one out here. Uh, when they do, when they wipe somebody's memory, like, they specifically adjust the specific times and everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. For how much of their memory do you need to take back? Hmm. So like yeah. that, like that whole Statue of Liberty thing—that's just on one setting. And how maybe quick do they schedule it to take back how much? Because you could be fucking maybe up the little stuff. button that Kay had, he could adjust it with that. I know, but like you, like I, you got to go back to a specific time. Like literally, you—if you're off by thirty seconds, you'd be causing a lot of shit with some people. I, you know what? I don't think they care. I think it could be 24 hours for all they care. Just, yeah. you know, just as long as they don't know that shit. Right. <laughs> a lot can happen to people in 24 hours. Like, seriously. So, some dude, they don't care. Yeah, wipes his memory and like, oh, I forgot that I'd killed my neighbor and buried them in my backyard last night. It's wiped <laughs> out of my memory. <laughs> That's so true. It is true. <laughs> But you want to know something? That's not that's like, not MIB's problem. Guess what? Wiped out my memory for an hour. I forgot my kids in the car. Once again, you not don't M- know what you could be causing with this. Not an MIB problem. So there you go. That is an FBI issue. Uh, call the FBI if you have a problem with that. That's a domestic. <laughs> that's not a, an alien. Yeah, a disturbance. Because that would uh, be a quick reply. Now, what, <laughs> to me, what's hokey about this movie is that she is the light. Yeah, that is kind of hokey. It would explain the haircut. Yeah, but uh, but then you then you add in the fact that she could be uh, Kay's daughter, and that she has is implied, yeah. And she has this really thin romance with Jay. Like, I just think they did try to do too many entanglements there, and I think it's a really thin romance, and it wasn't needed. They could have just had it that it was Kay's daughter, and that was the whole motivation to do all this. Yeah, but see, now I want it more, because then I'm like, wait a second. So. Could he make another light? We could have had a situation where Jay has has to call Kay daddy. Oh, and then Kay could say, who's your daddy, Jay? Think about that. Uh, Thanksgiving would be awesome there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like we said earlier, with the little thing not dying, you know, the one little tropey piece that didn't die and comes back and becomes Jeff. Of course, we have to have that last. Jeff's open. Ah. Yeah, we have to have that last gasp of the evil person trying to make its thing, just like many other movies. Uh, Very unoriginal. Um, and then, you know, obviously they blow it out of the sky and we get for fireworks. And this movie was released pretty much close to the 4th of July. It's like on July 2nd, I think, um, as with other movies. So, yeah. So, or July 3rd, maybe. But it was released July on that 3rd. weekend. So people got a little bit of a fireworks show. It was July 3rd. Well, yeah, that's because that's Will Smith. That was his gig back then. Releasing uh, movies on 4th of July weekend. He had a nickname <laughs> called King of the Fourth because mm-hmm. he released um, Independence yeah. Day, MIB, Wild Wild West, which was not that big of a deal. Oh, he, he got that's when he quit being a rapper and movie star at the same time because yeah, that did reason. not work. And then you know, then he released MIB two. You know, he oh, he put my hand hit, where my hit be at. Hitch. Yep. 
Hitch was good. You know, those are all Fourth of July movies. So he was the king of the fourth for a little while. But See, um, this it's funny because I remember this was my, you know, my time in my twenties where I'm going out to the bar and dancing and shit, all drinking yeah. and dancing to Wild Wild West. Thinking <laughs> I was cool. You were never cool, Anthony. I know, but I was drinking, so I thought I was. You were drinking. You had to drink to get to that to get to that uh, to, to dance in your mind. I think they're cool. Yes. Okay. Back at MIB headquarters, Jay finds that K and Chief Zed have relocated the tiny locker dwelling aliens to his Men in Black locker, hoping to give him some perspective. When Jay suggests showing the miniature creatures that their universe is bigger than a locker, K shows Jay that. The human universe is itself a locker within an immense alien train station. Bum, bum, bum. This was your whole sack of marbles into another sack of marbles. No, that's what I was going to say. Did they have to go so meta with the lockers like they did in the marbles? Because now you're marble within a marble. You're marble within a marble. Now you're a marble within a marble within a locker within a locker within a. What the fuck? Are you marbles in a locker? What are we now? I I don't know, man. Like, it's like. I don't understand it, but I don't think they need to do that. I mean, no, but they did it better than the first one because like the, the lockers, like it tied into the plot. Well, I think it cheapens either idea, right? Like, but I I like the locker better. I think the marble one was the first one and you executed it well. So you should have kept that. And the locker thing should have been like, maybe they should have rather than they should have what I think they should, instead of going outward and showing how they're in a much larger locker that he should, they should have went inward and had those little aliens open up a locker and they had people that cheered on them. Like they had, they should have went that way. Like it should have been a little bit original somehow. I don't think the idea was original enough. In my opinion, it was basically biting on the first one style. Yeah. I like what you said and how it should have been like, um, like a religious figure or something that we would have recognized out in the bigger world. So that we would have been like, Oh my God. But I think for 2002, that would have been too much. You know what it should have been? You know what it should have been? Now that you made me think of it, what should have happened is a guy with a name tag that said, Jesus or Jesus should have been mopping the floor in front of the with locker really long hair. with really long hair and a beard and all that. And that would have been fucking hilarious because that was where, because that would have been the religious figure. It would, that it would have been seen. at like a YMCA or something where they have like a bunch of lockers or something. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That, that would have been funny. That's what they needed. They needed me for my ideas. That's what or they Or it could have been at the men in black ride at the lockers at Universal. Oh boy. Well now you now if you could go back and recut it with some sort of digital enhancement, that would be fucking awesome. That that yeah. would that's one way I could see. Oh my gosh, it. and I got a I got a Jesus name tag from the the like the quickie store at the at Universal. The quick quickie mart from quickie mart? Uh, the quickie mart. Yeah. yeah from, from the, the Simpsons. Simpsons. I got a name t- a Jesus name tag from that <laughs> store. So it's perfect. It could have been me. We wrote that <laughs> ride, you and I back in the day yeah we did which one in hollywood not in the alien ride not in florida we no, wrote it in hollywood no yeah they take you up in this thing and you get up into a or, dome and you ride around springfield and like they oh the, make, the 3d one yeah yeah i wrote that too that's awesome yeah so it was but pretty you cool don't, see, you know you couldn't you don't drink beer duff? and that sucks you couldn't have a duff while you're there i can drink one i just won't like it that's uh just- Oh, yes, I forgot, because you have the taste buds of a 11-year-old boy. Or maybe I have the taste buds of a person who likes things that taste good. Like sugary stuff. Like 
like my eat whatever. I'll just <laughs> eat my ass. Okay, so <laughs> eat my ass and give me a Mike's Heart lemonade. So Anthony, do your thing. All right, last part here. Uh, souvenir time. What prop from the movie are you taking if you could? All right, kid, go first. Okay, I uh, modified mine. I don't know if you saw. I added a little something. I see it. Um, I said I would love the VHS tape, but I also said slash the movie business card. I don't care which one. Both, I think, would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think the business card would be even funnier than the VHS tape, but I think the VHS tape would be cooler. Yeah, to have the, the unsolved mystery thing. All but right. that business card. Ugh. Be kind. Rewind. Be kind. <laughs> rewind. That's I'll hell JK. Like the back. <laughs> I'll hell J. Good choice. Is it my turn? It's your yeah. turn. Okay, so uh, mine, I'm going to go with the tiny spaceship, the little golden spaceship. It's so small, it can fit on your shelf, but it's so powerful. You know, we saw that thing coming through the universe. You saw it destroying shit, but it's so little. I wonder if I could get in it, though. I wonder if it could suck you up and put you into that size. Maybe. Um, I want to, so just for future reference, I do want to point out the whole idea of this exercise is what prop you would want. That is little. I would if it's not a big one. I'm telling you, this is not, I wish I had this because if it was real. It's not like that. Oh, no, I want it. Okay. I want it on my shelf the way it looks, but but I wish it was real and I could get inside it and fly around. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with that? <laughs> you, Where are you going to fly to? <laughs> I, I don't know. Anywhere in the universe, it sounds like, as long as I'm in the locker. You know what he's going to do is he's going to fly around in it and take drone footage. That's, right. <laughs> That's what he's going to do with it. Go to some That's Caribbean so islands. True. All right. Get in my drone and go take some pictures in the backyard. Um, prop, I would go with Johnny Knoxville's backpack. For the head? Yeah. Or just the backpack? Uh, the backpack. If it came with the head, that would be cool. But <laughs> everyone likes a little bit of that. Little Anyways. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did not say that. He did. Yes, you did. I said that. He said the words. You implied it. Well, that's better than being so crass. You are so you are, crass. You're definitely not that. Are you guys ready to rate this thing up? Ready to go. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's the spirit. Let's do this. It's a lesser movie than the first one. I'm just going to say, even though it wouldn't take much. But um, there are some things in this movie I actually do enjoy. I like the whole thing with Tommy Lee getting back into the game and, you know, like that whole spiel there, all the stuff about that working in the post office was funny. Some of the things in the movie, which the whole movie is absurd, just like the first one in a lot of ways, but the toilet bowl thing I thought was stupid, honestly especially the, the whole way they're getting piped through that so fast. And then when they come up into the little tubes or whatever they get out of, dude, it would have broke their skulls. It would have slammed them right up in there. So I mean, whatever. Anyway, um, Laura Flynn Boyle's 14 baby she was carrying at a time after she ate the dude was creepy and weird, especially for a supposed Victoria's Secret model. Nevertheless, there are some things I did like about the movie. Again, it's, it's lower than the first one. I give it a 13. So, as he said, it's not as good 
obviously, but it has like some of the best moments of the franchise, especially with like the locker and the VHS tape and that hole in his mom's attic or whatever. Get her a lobster dinner and pay more than a dollar. Yeah, for more than a dollar in Cambodia. So it has some of the best moments and definitely with getting Tommy Lee in the game. And I like the callback to the bicycles from the first one. Um, so I'm going to give it a mm, 16 because that's less than the first one, but I still love this movie. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm somewhere in between y'all. Uh, I like, I like there are elements of this. We talk about this a lot in the movies that we review where there are moments of movies that are 24 scenes, 24 point 24 can scenes and there, but there's so many other things that bring it down. Um, this movie basically is the first movie with uh, a little more cartoonish things that brings it down. But there are some things I like better than anything that was done in the first movie, like the aliens in the locker, that type of thing. Uh, so, you know, there's uh, that little business card. I just think that's great. I like the little spaceship. There's some things I did like in this one. So for me, I'm not, it's not as good as the first one. So I'm putting it at 14. So there's where we're at with it. All right. All right. Understandable. So, the three of us are at 14 and a third. Oh, shit. You and I, if it was just our average, would be at 13 and a half. So the real the real score. Okay, go ahead. Stop. Is there the anything? My input is just as important. The real score, no. The real score, as far as in comparison, when we do like comparing to other movies we've rated because you haven't been in on the ratings. So we have to keep it also in line with that. But yes, your inflated score does boost it up some. For, so there you go. What, are the, what movies did it, does her inflated score just <clears throat> take it right over? <laughs> her, in, her inflated score, so, uh, well, not that inflated. I mean, 14 and a third. So Billy Madison was 14. Oh, oh yes. Urban Cowboy was 14.5. Oh, this is worse than Urban, than Urban Cowboy. Waiting was 14.25. Oh, well, slightly. Okay, Alyssa, well, no, just me and Mike's score, it's actually under Urban Cowboy 2. Yeah, so yours didn't do all, you, you gave it 16. I mean, you know, go for go for the nut shot. Rate it higher if you wanted. Uh, but um, now, it's done now. We're done now with that. It's uh, Pretty in Pink is 13 and a half. <laughs> it's better than Pretty in Pink to us. <laughs> Actually, it's about the same for you and I, though. When you think about it, and it probably is, we probably is are just same. as interested in watching it when it's on as Pretty in Pink. Well, Pretty in Pink, <laughs> you gave a thirteen, I gave a fourteen. This one, you gave a fourteen, I gave a thirteen. So, so yeah, so yeah, it's it, we're 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 right there. We're right there. We're right there. All right. So yeah, are you guys, say, yes, Pretty in Pink and Men in Black Two are not two movies I would want to put on my movie marathon night playlist. I'll say that. Oh, there you go. I do so, not. Are, are you guys ready to move on? So, we're going to get to play the game. Let me hit that music for you. All right, and here we are. We're going to play the game. The game is where I'm going to read three reviews. Two of them are real. One of them is fake, which I have wrote. And these folks have to guess what it is, and they do not do very well at doing that. So, this will be a lot of fun. So, here we go, guys. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna read these to you. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Jeffrey Chin, window to the movies. 
I've heard that the fans of the first Men in Black have come away hating the second one. I wonder why they felt like the same movie to me. Rod Daniel, Hot Rods Movies. Com. Now we all know we are in a marble. Did we need a sequel? Luke Y. Thompson of the New Times. Like a jawbreaker that changes color, MIB 2, Men in Black 2, delivers a quick buzz, lots of stuff to look at, and a totally non-nutritious joy that can only be attained with the aid of artificial flavorings and yellow number five. So there you feels like you wrote all of those. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I, <laughs> I I just, you know, I'm good. That's the that's the kicker. They're all fake. No, go ahead, guys. Pick one here. I'm gonna go with the first one. Anthony. Your mute's on, so fucking A. <laughs> oh. So, Anthony. Well, yeah, cover up your screen. You could read my lips. What your lips to me I'm say go- You have a you have a pretty boy pretty it's, mouth it's, boy. It's the second one. And why is that? Because it is. But I, I think it's know. I think it's the first one because it is. Well, because you've said that direct thing to me. Why? You also said the second thing. Because Rod Daniel's an actor, and also you mentioned the Marvel thing in that one, which you guys have already talked. Fuck, on. he knew Rod Daniel. Fuck him. He is the director. That's not fair. He's the director of Teen Wolf as well. That's, not fair. That's why I put him on there. He knew Rod Daniel. Hey, I can, I don't know what he knows. That's it's trying to slip one past the goalie, kid. It happens. I I can't help it. All right, all right. <laughs> So there we go. My other thing initially, I was going to be like, I'm just going to pick the second one before we even started. Cause I'm like, I picked it the last time it was wrong. So maybe it'll be right this time. Oh, well, there you go. But no, that was like, yeah, that's not it. Or that's it. Victory. We would like to thank you for listening. We also encourage you to hit that subscribe button and leave us a rating and comments and cool stuff like that. Remember you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions and our episode schedule is there as well. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. We're in the universe within the universe, within the universe of a locker of a locker of a marble of a marble, all of that shit. Now we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie is. Maybe see if you can guess by Anthony's little tease here. Which is where we get the phrase. Okay. (laughs) That's a tough one. (laughs) That is a tough one. And as always, uh, we want to thank you all for listening. Is there anything you two, the peanut gallery have to say? I will say thank you for listening. Let me also add one more thing to the movie we just reviewed. We had Will Smith go from the Men in Black song that everybody's bobbing their heads to to nod your head, which sucked ass. Yeah, the <laughs> the yeah the that was not good. Bullshit song. That was crap. That's all. But thank you guys for listening, anyways. What about you, kid? You got anything? I have nothing to add. Just uh, sadly, I won't be on the next one, so there's no point. <laughs> sadly or luckily. Thank you. No, for you. Think, think for how. Oh yeah, for me, it's a good thing. You are that you won't be here the next time. Thank you, guys.
It all started with mom. She's always had a way of making everyday moments feel like an adventure. So this Mother's Day, Kate Spade New York is here to help you thank mom and all the mother figures in your life. From our newest arrivals like springy dragonfly adorned handbags and jewelry to gifts under $100 to the best sellers on mom's most wanted list, there's something for everyone. Maybe you can even treat yourself too. Shop the Mother's Day gift guide at katespade.com.